American football in Finland. I'm here with a couple of a couple of import players from the Tampa the Saints. I'd like to welcome you guys to the AFF podcast for the first time. First up, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Tony Ballin. Hey, what's good? What's good? Next, we also have the running back, Just Tiny. Welcome to the show, Just. Yeah, welcome. And uh, last guy in the group that's on the show today, Mr. Elliot Jeffcoat. What's going on out there? It's good to have all three of you on. Uh, you guys just beat the Portville Butchers 20 to 14. Congratulations. You know, on this podcast, I kind of kind of said that if y'all didn't win, I would have to turn off my social media. Luckily, y'all kept my social media on. So what we're gonna do live, baby. You still live. <laughs> what we're gonna do is I'm just gonna ask you a couple of questions about the game, guys. Just get your feedback on what really happened. First question actually is gonna be for Tony. How was your defense able to slow down the Porvo Butchers with their running attack that has been so potent this season? What did you guys do to uh, slow them down? Well, first off, they came in with a pretty strong game as far as moving to the second level with their offensive linemen. So basically we were able to like pretty much adapt with just making sure the play side linebackers were staying aggressive and backside making sure that they were securing the cutbacks. Because as you know, with their running back, he can pretty much hit any gap at any time. So we had to just make sure we was playing responsibility ball on the second level because we knew our defensive line was going to dominate regardless just because I feel like that we have the best defensive line in the league. So pretty much it was pretty much everybody else had to do their job. And on the second level, we made sure that we secured it. On the back end, we made sure that we made sure that to limit the big plays. So that's all we really was trying to do, and that's luckily we were able to do it enough, especially in the second half, to secure the win. Second question is for Judge. Just what about the offense? You guys took a little bit to get started, but then eventually you kind of had your way with the defense from the Butchers. What did y'all do to be successful in this game and make sure y'all got those points y'all needed to win? Uh, I'm going to tell you like this. I think all the all the, the nice work is for my offensive line. You understand that? I don't do it. I, I do the same thing all the time. I think my line do everything on this game and make my run easy. That's it. All right, next question is going to be for Elliot Jeffcoat. Elliot, in this game, I noticed that you played more at cornerback than safety. Uh, I think Uli Arvilo wasn't even out there on defense. So you guys made some changes. Uh, tell us about the changes that y'all made coming into this game, like, what kind of changes did the defense make that helped you win in this game? Uh, well, we came in with the game plan to pretty much make sure we secure the deep uh, threats from the outside receivers because there's not many plays that we saw that they was making, you know, deep middle passes or anything. So we uh, just gave the deep middle runs to Tony and the, uh, the line and let them handle that. And I just pretty much was putting in my work on the edge, securing that and making sure nothing got out there. Uh, other than that, it was just the mindset of, you know, um, you know, no matter the personnel or the play call, we just got the mindset of just making it work, you know, because when you're losing, you know, people like to point fingers and all that. But it's our cleats that's on the grass, on the turf out there on game day. So we just got the mindset of just making everything work, you know, making the plays no matter where you're at on the field and 
doing your part and it all come together. So I think it's just that mindset. It wasn't too much extra scheming going on. We just put our guys against their guys and, you know, come with the heart. All right, next question is for Tony. All right, Tony, in this game, you guys defensively, you played well, but early you were behind. You did give up a couple of plays. What kind of things are you guys going to be working on to fix before your next game? Uh, more so than anything, we just always try to figure out how to put everybody in the best positions so that they can thrive with their own skill set. And more so, we're just going to just watch the film and analyze what we did wrong and try to capitalize on that. I know it sounds cliche, but as we watch the film, we try to be real humble as far as everything, as far as the imports, as far as the finished guys, as far as everybody. So uh, as time goes on, we try to just basically fix those small holes, those four fall small mishaps so that we can try to dominate, man. Because right now, I'm happy to say that we we playing real aggressive. Everybody's really taking things seriously as far as playing with a chip on their shoulder. But uh, obviously, that's not enough every time. So right now, we just try to make sure that we stay technically sound, make sure we stick with responsibility football that got us to this point as we at. All right, those are the easy questions, y'all. I got a couple more specific questions for you now. Next one is for Juz. All right, just tiny. I don't know if you listen to the podcast very often, but I do remember distinctly saying that for you guys to be successful, you needed to be released upon the wild, kind of like a wild edible. And in this game, you were. You had 22 carries, 147 yards. You had a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. How did it feel to be able to stay in the game that much get that many touches and have that kind of effect for your teammates? How did it make you feel in this game? So, I think, uh, first of all, I think uh, I tried to pass all my motivation for my team, for my, for my, for my, for my, for my brothers. And I, 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 I look for another guys and I talk, I talk, I talk on, on, on the game, on the huddle. I talk to him and I tell him like, hey, guys, you don't need to do no more things. Do it right, and I and make and make my run easy, and <laughs> and that's it. I, I can do I, I can do no more things. I don't I can I can explain. You understand that? I can explain. It's it's just run. <laughs> yeah, it's just run. No just more things. I get it. Just run. That's what you need to do. Be free and just run. God damn it, look good too. All right, next question. Next question is for Elliot. All right, man. So this is it, man. I watched the game. I see you out there playing cornerback, playing a little bit of receiver, running routes. You got an interception in this game. What did it feel like to be able to go out there in this game? And it looked like you just, I mean, you were having a good time. You played, you contributed, you had a couple good, I want to say kickoff returns, or was it punt returns? Kickoff return. You had that one long uh, kickoff return. It looked like you were going to break it. Are you looking like one of the best returners in the league if you get a couple more opportunities? What did it feel like to be that Swiss Army knife for the team in this game? You notice some of the best teams have somebody that can do more than just one or two things, and you seem to be that guy. So what did it feel like to be, you know, allowed to be more than just, you know, the safety or just the cornerback in this game? Well, um, before I even signed with the Saints, I was looking to be in that situation to where I can be that because that's how I've been in most of the situations anyway when it comes to football. I, I hardly came out the field. So just playing on one side of the ball doesn't necessarily feel natural to me. 
But, you know, um, things went how it went and, you know, had conversation with the coaches and stuff like that and from personnel and position-wise. And so I just, you know, the first half of the season, I was just trying to do it that way and, you know, let them do how they wanted to do it and um, pretty much just seeing how things would go. But at the end of it, it's like I needed to – I wanted. I didn't feel like I was giving everything I could to my team, not by my choice, but, you know, just letting them see how they wanted to do it. And it's at that point now, halfway through the season, where everybody got to put everything that they can do on that field. And there's no excuses no more. And so if we lose a game, it's cool losing the game, knowing that everybody did what they could do and that had the chance to do that. And so now – you know, I'm in a situation to where I can really, I can open up Pandora's box and what I really can do in this league. And I'm excited for it because everybody seems to, you know, uh, capitalize off of what they imports can do. We haven't been doing that, but we fixing to now. As uh, and this just this isn't just for one game. Like we we really gonna bring everything that everybody can do to the table, and we just gonna challenge people and make them beat us. You know, no tricks, no gimmicks. You just gotta beat us. So I take our imports over anybody, uh, anybody else imports any day. I got trust in my boys, and because right now the energy is great, and you know the the mindset is right, and so it just feels good that I can start to be like you say this Swiss Army knife that I was supposed to be in the first place. So like yeah, it just feel good, man. It feel good to be able <laughs> to start getting to that groove. You know, offense, defense, return. You know, hit that second win in his own. So like I'm just excited for the rest of the season. Oh, one more question for you, uh, Elliot. So, man, I've been watching on your kickoff returns. I mean, you look nice out there, but you haven't broke one yet. What's the chances of seeing you score a touchdown kickoff, man? Kickoff return this year. What's the chances? Just want to know. It's uh, the, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, <laughs> and like, it, it's gonna happen. You know, it's kind of one of those things going with the game plan at first, and then seeing what you have to adjust. And we had made an adjustment this last game, but we didn't get another kickoff, a kick return opportunity. And so it's just those things. And then the mindset of just that, man, we got to put these points up on special teams. So no excuses being made or anything like that. I'm going to get in that end zone. I'm going to return something. Punt return, kick return, it's going to happen. You know, and once it, once you bust it open one time, it's, it's downhill from there. So it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, it's be, it might be a little tough for you to get too many opportunities. Y'all defense keep holding them to 14 points or less, right? That's <laughs> yeah, a that, blessing in disguise. That, that's a good problem. So, you know, I can deal with that. Yeah. But they keep on they keep on playing with uh, me and Just back there. We're going to bust it open sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question is for Tony. Let me ask you this, Tony. Uh, last week on the show, you know, I said that you guys need to create a couple more turnovers uh, capitalize on every aspect of the game. And in this game, the stats the stats are wrong. We all know the stats are wrong. You had two strips in this game. And I don't care what the Vatra Liga stats say. I saw the game. You saw the game. Everybody else saw the game. There was two fumbles made that you were there to create them. One time you ripped the ball out of Darian Hall's hands. And another time you hit him on the arm and the ball came out. So that's two, that's two forced fumbles in my opinion. Now, my question to you is, when you were out there on defense and you are getting ready to force these fumbles or make a play, in the back of your mind were you thinking, damn, Purvis going to get me if I don't make no turnovers? 
Man, listen, you ask anybody every week, you, but you know I heard the podcast, first of all. Appreciate you know, our, it. Our, our uh, manager, Marcus, sent us the uh, snippet, and he sent us uh, the link, and we sat there and listened to it. And he was like, oh, yeah, listen from this point. But I had to tone it all the way back, and I listened to the whole thing. And I heard you in there talking, saying, you know what, I need y'all to make some more big plays. It's good that you're out there making tackles, but quite frankly, that ain't enough. But you ask anybody every week, I'm out there talking, I'm out there barking. I'm telling everybody every week I'm coming to get that ball. Every time, whether I make a tackle on a receiver, running back, whatever, I feel that ball moving, I'm like, hey, boy, I'm going to get that ball. This time I said it, old boy challenged me. He said, you ain't going to get none. And we all seen how that happened. I mean, I just try to stay active out there. Uh, as it come through, as I see opportunities, I try to seize it. Damn, that's good, man. I'm just glad y'all did it, man. I had a lot riding on y'all. If y'all were to come out flat in this game, man, whew, just glad I ain't had to turn off the notifications. Man, it started out a little bit rocky, but I'm happy we actually put everything together. We made it do what it did. All right, fellas. Well, I appreciate y'all doing this interview with me. See, it was quick. It was easy. But this is the point where I like to give you guys an opportunity. You know, um, I got this podcast to be on the Internet and stuff. Hopefully you share this with your families back home or something like that. So right now I want to give you each an opportunity to, you know, say what you want to say. If you get, there's something you want to get off your chest, this is a safe space, you know, or if there's a product you want to promote or something, you sell whey on the side, like whey protein or something, you a fitness <laughs> expert and you got some classes you want to sell, you can throw that out there. Or if you just want to say hi to your moms and dad or something like that, take this time Shoot your shot, man. Yeah, I'm going to try to keep it professional, but more so than anything, much love back home. Mom, pops, grandma, auntie, everybody. What's up? Love you. Oh, my family. Oh, oh, yeah. All my people in Portugal. <laughs> and my, bro my brother play uh, professional rugby in France. Uh, that's it. My family, my, my I, I miss all my guys. And, and that's it. And my neighbors, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I just want to give a shout out to the league, man. Like, this is a nice league. It's a close knit league, and nothing but respect to everybody. But um, on that note, you know, the boy Percy had hit us with the culture ride earlier this season, and we're gonna ride that wave, and we're gonna capitalize on that. So we got some things coming, and so if we get sued, it's on you. We got you said promotion wise. Oh, we got these culturized shirts coming out. You got the three Migos over here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so if we get sued, hey, scrap. <laughs> got the sombrero hats and all. Hey, we're going to put it on the shirt, and you're going to be on it too. So we all going down. I'm cool with it. I'm with it, man. I'm with it. And the Migos see us out here in Finland. I'm with it, man. Culture, culture, culture. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to walk it like we talk it. Let that yeah. be known. Gotta walk it like you talking, man. But well, yeah. appreciate you, fellas. Uh, it was good talking to y'all, and that's the end of the interview. Hey, much love. We out here. American football in Finland. <laughs>